Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is At Home Connecticut, hosted by Joey Burgoyne, highlighting events and happenings that are taking place in your home. Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning and welcome to another episode of At Home in Connecticut. I'm your host, Joey Burgoyne, and the state of Connecticut has a lot of history. It's been around a while, and we're going to get into some of the history goes on in our state, some of the great events that go on at the Connecticut Historical Society. And joining me this morning is Katerina Mazikane. She is the Youth and Family Programs Manager at the Connecticut Historical Society. Katerina, thank you for joining me this morning. I appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. So we'll start, you know, with a little history lesson on the Connecticut Historical Society, if you will. Yeah, so the Connecticut Historical Society was founded almost 200 years ago. Um, it really started as an effort to preserve the stories of the people who had lived during the Revolutionary War and during that time period. Um, obviously, since then, we've grown significantly. Our collection now has over 4 million objects between manuscripts, photos, textiles, things like that. Um, and now, you know, we do a lot with the collection and we host researchers, we have exhibits, school programs, public programs. So really, we just try to focus on using the collection to tell Connecticut stories and kind of helping place Connecticut within the national story of major things that have happened in this country. And there's been a lot of history that's happened right here in Connecticut. There's no small feat of history that's happened in this state. Oh, absolutely. There are a lot of stories that I honestly didn't even know a lot about until I started working here because a lot of times, you know, the focus is on the broader national story. Mm -hmm. But there are so many important events from the Revolutionary War that happened right in Connecticut. You know, almost everybody knows the name Benedict Arnold, and that story has its roots in Connecticut. So there really are... There's a lot of history in Connecticut, and I think it's always exciting when people realize how much has happened basically right in their backyard. And also, you know, it helps them see how their stories can then be part of history in the future as well. And I mean, one of those things a lot of people don't recognize is just the the industrial era that's, you know, 
had a very big impact in Connecticut with the rivers and the manufacturing plants. And you guys do some of that programs. I'm looking at one of them, the family programs during the week, Tools of the Trade. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so Connecticut has a very long history of making and producing things. Um, the term that was used a long time ago was Yankee ingenuity, and mm -hmm. that really had to do with creating these new things. And so this program on Tuesday called Tools of the Trade really focuses on how things were made before the Industrial Revolution. So it's looking more at, during colonial times, the types of trades that people in Connecticut had, like sailor, tinsmith, newspaper editor, things like that. And the kids will learn about those trades and then get to try them out themselves. So they will get to actually try tin punching. They'll tie sailor knots, and then they can go explore our exhibits to learn more about how jobs changed from colonial times through basically present times. I mean, we have we have a very strong history, and with you know Monday, Tuesday being school holidays, this is some one of those things. If you're stuck at home with the kids early this week because of vacation, bring them out to the museum. And you know, where is the museum? If people are kind of getting interested in, how can people get some information about the museum? Yeah, so the museum is located at 1 Elizabeth Street in Hartford, Connecticut. And, you know, a great way to get information is to go to our website, chs.org. Um, we have an upcoming events page that gives very specific information about programming. It gives my contact information if you have any questions. There's an option to sign up for a weekly e-blast so that you get information each week about all the programs. So there are a lot of ways to kind of learn more about what we do and then keep in touch with us on a regular basis and that's one of those things i suggest a lot of people like your location others those email you know news blasts to just keep you informed of what's going on because we've all been there the kids are you know ready to tear each other's head out we need to do something to get out and this is one of those places you can go and because it's you know the Historical Society Museum and Library, things are ever-changing. There's always events. And this one, I know my kids are excited about. We're trying to figure out how to work this one into our schedule. Movie under the air quote on the radio, Stars. Inside Out. How is that going to work? Yeah, so I am very excited about this program. So, of course, the reason that STARS is in air quotes is because it is February. So we are, of course, not going to be outside, actually, under the stars for the movie. But we have a very large auditorium space. And what we're planning on doing is we got one of those projectors that projects stars onto the ceiling and the walls. So we will be surrounded by projections of stars. And then the kids, there will be chairs, but they can also bring pillows and blankets if they want to kind of curl up on the floor to watch the movie. We will have inside-out books. We'll have activities, coloring pages. We have free fancy popcorn of all different flavors. We have free beverages for people. Um, and the movie starts at 6, but leading up to 6 o'clock, the exhibits will remain open so that families will have a chance to go look at our exhibits if they want to. And our exhibits do have a lot of interactive opportunities, especially our Making Connecticut exhibit. The kids can dress up, they can play different games, there are videos, there's magnet boards. There's a lot to keep kids very entertained up there. So, you know, I worked in a library growing up and I 
I, I worked on the children's side of the library, so it wasn't mm-hmm. the prototypical, everyone's got to be quiet at the library. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, learning <laughs> is supposed to be fun, and libraries provide a lot of that. And I, you, you guys have a lot of programs that, you know, let kids and families come into the library to have fun. And I'm looking at one of them, and I totally had forgotten about this. One of our own Connecticut authors and illustrators. Do you have an event? Yes. Co- you know, that's a book we all grew up with, but we all forget. Tell us a little bit about that family program. Yes. So you are definitely spot on that, you know, yes, we are a museum and library, but we love having kids here and it's not the typical, you know, hush hush environment. We encourage kids to be loud and get excited and interact with things. And on March 5th, we have a free program called Wild About Books, and it's going to read the book Where the Wild Things Are by Maurice Sendak, um, who does have his roots in Connecticut. And so there are different story times for the kids, and then they get to create a wild thing of their own. So there will be felt pieces and different shapes and markers, and they will create basically a little felt monster that they can then take home. That's awesome. Cause that's one thing I remember, you know, when I was working in the library at a younger age, this, the, the excitement of the kids to be able to tie those learning experiences and having fun. It definitely translate as they get older to understanding learning supposed to be fun, you know, and that's one thing the the Connecticut Historical Society, the museum library, a lot of other organizations do very well in my mind that we're trying to educate kids and families about the history in Connecticut. I mean, we're a very small state. It's a very small state, but unfortunately, people don't like to travel across the state for some weird reason. You know, it's very (laughs) easy to go from one end to another in a very short time, and people need to start taking advantage of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there anything, I always ask this question, it's kind of a trick question, but it's meant to bring out what people don't understand. As You've been with the library in Connecticut, uh, the Historical Society for a while. As the youth and family programs manager, what is one thing that you wish more people knew about the museum in history of Connecticut? I think when it comes to the museum, I do think I wish it was more well known that we are very family friendly and that we are, you know, we encourage, again, those very interactive experiences and we encourage, you know, children getting excited and touching things and playing with things. And it is a very interactive, welcoming, family friendly environment. And I think what I wish people better understood about the history of Connecticut in general is sort of how their, for the most part, their families and their cultures have all played a role in the history. You know, I think it's easy to hear history and think it's a stuffy subject and that it's very, you know, narrow focused on certain events like the Revolutionary War that we all hear about so much, which is very important. But there are also a lot of other things that happened in a variety of other cultures and various families. And I think what we're trying to do more at the Historical Society is really bring those stories out and tell the stories that might be lesser known so that people really can make these connections to their own past and see how it links to these bigger stories. And that's kind of what we try to do with the programming for children as well. You know, we do genealogy programs so they can look into their own family's past and see, you know, the different stories that they're connected to in Connecticut. So that's really something 
I think I didn't understand very much when I was younger. So that's what I really hope that people understand after they visit and, you know, interact with our exhibits and our programming. Well, that is an amazing answer. <laughs> that, that I mean, that encompasses everything that you guys try to do at the Connecticut Historical Society. And that's why I wanted to talk with you this morning. Again, it's Katerina Mazikane. She is the Youth and Family Programs Manager at the Connecticut Historical Society Museum and Library. So you can look at some stuff, learn about some stuff and get excited about the history right here in Connecticut. There's so many things. CHS.org, the upcoming events calendar, is packed full of things. There's always something to do. Katerina, thank you for joining me this morning. I appreciate your time. Connecticut history happens right here at home in Connecticut. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.